0: I am growing daily. Michelle grows daily. You guys grow daily in your doctrine and your knowledge. But if we take love away, the greatest commandment is love. If we take that away, we're going to fail. Hey, I'm Shay.
1: And I'm Michelle.
0: And you're listening to the Pantry Podcast. We're serving up Jesus, not junk food, for followers of Christ who don't want to just exist, but be challenged, sifted, and changed by the Word of God.
1: And this is Season 10, Go and Tell, and we're digging into the first half of the Great Commission to embolden you to share God's Word during these tumultuous times.
0: Join us and friends from 77 countries as we feast on spiritual nutrition.
1: You can even be a partner that keeps the show going. Support the show at patreon.com slash thepantrypodcast.
0: Now let's dig into the meal. Hey, what's up? What is up? Man, it is exciting to be here.
1: Is it? (laughs) I I don't know.
0: Hey, we're running a new camera. We're running a new setup. We're all sitting here trying to figure this thing out. But it's cool. For the next few weeks,
1: you're going to be bouncing around with different styles and qualities and all this stuff. And just, you know, know that we are doing our best with what we have. Amen. Um, Amen. And I think that that kind of, that almost touches in a little bit. Doing the best with what you have is much better (laughs) than demonizing what you don't have. (laughs) And dismissing it. So on that note But it's cool But yeah, it's cool yeah. We we're,
0: were trying to pray here And you know It was working out
1: <laughs> Does anyone else Get less calm When they're Petted and told "shh"? Cause for me That just makes me Wanna flip tables But you know but it, yeah No but I appreciate it yeah, I appreciate no. the truth What it said It's just I'm like Why does this do the opposite I mean it
0: definitely Doesn't fall into the title though. Pearls Before Swine I'll still throw The pearls to you Thank you <laughs> At least I'm
1: not The oink oink
0: So, so that is that. That's a good carrying Because we are going To be talking tonight About um, Pearls Before Swine mm-hmm. um, And really If you look at the title Of the episode It's called Pearls Before Swine And Reprobate Mind Which is actually Cause
1: sp- it rhymes. Yeah, it rhymes. And it's relevant Like they're relational And
0: we did a lot of praying on this episode, yes, for this episode. Yes. We did a lot of soul searching for this episode because I think sometimes, at least for me, um, I'll speak for myself because I think it's always important that a person speaks for themselves. But uh, I know that when I see things sometimes in society and I see things in the world and I see things that are happening Um, bad things negative things people who are angry people who are mad people who are not so nice people doing things that we're not supposed to be doing or at least what the Bible tells us not to do Um, and it's really easy sometimes to label someone and and I really think that in this episode I want to make sure that when we're going through this that we're not labeling those people in a way that shuts them completely off from us wanting to share the gospel
1: yeah you know Something that hit me, it might seem weird that we have an episode with this title for a season about going and telling and going and sharing the gospel because what, you know, what does this have to do with it? But I think sometimes we have to do this self-righteousness check within ourselves Mm. because a friend of ours actually just yesterday said... You know, Satan doesn't really have to work in drugs and alcohol and pornography and all this stuff anymore because we are already gluttons for it ourselves. Not you specifically, but humanity, right? Like he already got us hooked, we in it. Self-righteousness, however, that's kind of his thing. And it's our thing because of it, you know, because it's steeped in the sin. And so when we look at what can happen when we start getting a little more mature in our walk as far Mm. as knowing what the word says, starting to have our stomach turn when we see sinful things, when we encounter darkness. We're not scared, we just don't like it. We might be disgusted by darkness, angry at at the devil and what he's doing. And then like we talked about with rejection, hardening hearts, you can harden your heart and start thinking people are even subhuman when it comes to hearing the gospel. And one of the things that I recently read on a social network that will remain nameless today. Um, it, someone was justifying why there's no point in reaching out to people that identify as plus because they're all by definition reprobate already. They're, they've been given over by God to their reprobate mind. They are hopelessly lost. They've consciously denied God. They despise God already. There's no saving them. Don't waste your time. Mm. And to see someone come to that conclusion, I don't know what's been done to this person. I don't know what they've encountered. But all I can see is the result of whatever the heck Mm. happened being a across the board dismissal of people that are too far gone to be saved
0: yeah it makes me think too of something that recently it was i posted yeah. on twitter where it was like hey do you your heart ache knowing that someone is going to hell right and i'll tell you what you can get really quickly you can start to discern what people are thinking and how people are thinking there's people out there man it crushes them it crushes me i think that there's a big drive in my ministry yeah. like go and tell right go and tell right. go and tell All of these things that we see, the wickedness that the Bible labels and puts out there, the reprobate minds, um, people who are just walking completely disconnected from God. You know, we think of hell, we think of disconnection. We see them, they've already separated them from God. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. So they're like, I don't care. You know, I, they, all, everything that they've ever done, I, I don't care. They're going to hell. That's their business. And I'm like, but whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we now we're taking the separation that God is going to instill later in the lake of fire. Eventually, we will have no God or not us, but the people who who completely right. turn him off. Right. And so when I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking about this episode. I'm like, oh, how do you how do you go about this? And, and I just kept asking god okay god give me a verse give, give me and yeah. he gave me like all the romans 1 <laughs> and so hey y'all we're going to dig into the bible today get your napkins. get your napkins get your cookies cutlery, get your pen, whatever cuz we're about to beverage. We, we are about to be fed yeah. because really what it boils down to and a lot and this is really where reprobate comes from is uh romans 128 we'll start there where it says and even as they did not like to retain god in their knowledge God gave them over to a debased mind to do things which are not fitting. Now, I wanna jump into 1 Timothy real fast because we see this in a practical application as Paul is dealing with two brothers. Mm-hmm. Two brothers who have gone away. You know, like, right. like really have taken the faith you know, and, and, and pushed it away. And in and, and verse 20 it says, of whom are Himaeus and Alexander, right? Whom I delivered to Satan that they may learn not to blaspheme cool things in this cool things in this. First of all, you could get stuck and be like, Oh, they got delivered over to Satan. No, no stop. Because the next line says that they may learn that they may learn not to blasphemy. In other words, he's putting them over into whatever they were caught up in, whatever mind frame that they were caught up in. Basically, Paul was saying, fine, I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to leave it. Watch this in God's hands. See, we always say, oh, they're over to Satan now, but he's putting it actually into God's hands and allowing God to do the work so that they might be restored.
1: Yeah. I, I think that that's an important caveat because this, what you said about the lake of fire, there, it's something to come, and we have no way of knowing who is who. Right. You know? Right. Um, there, are, there are people who call themselves Christian that we're not going to see in heaven because they don't get it. And even filling figuring that out very hard mm. depending on the circumstances. There are people who you're like, yeah, they never would. Saul.
0: Mm. Right. You King know Saul. like
1: <laughs> oh, sorry, no, Saul, uh, like Paul. Oh,
0: uh, and King Saul.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, ta- I'm talking like New Testament <laughs> with right, right, Jesus. Right, right. Okay, okay. Very clear, <laughs> right? I'm jump right, my mind. I'm like right. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, who would have thought of reaching out to Saul mm, as right. he's stoning Christians, right. terrorizing Christians? Who would have been like, oh, yeah, let's go after him? And yet, he's the very one that brings us a, so much revelation about who we're actually fighting and how to engage in spiritual warfare you know, spoiler, it's love. God's love, not this wishy-washy, affirming of everything kind of worldly love, but like the real love Mm. of God. I think sometimes our hardened hearts scoff at that. Mm. And it doesn't feel right. It feels like we're being deceived if it says, love these people that are still stuck in their sin, yet that is what we're called to do. That's what we're called to do, and God will sort it all out at the end. Those who, who have walked away. So, you know, what you're saying here about like the turning over to so that they can learn,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we like we have to make sure we're not so quick to label, to right. judge, right. To, to divide where we're not called to divide. Right.
0: I like that, actually. <laughs> how we jumped on Saul, because it's amazing how those two kind of play <laughs> off of each other. It's like yes. King Saul, by all accounts, in a lot of people's minds, would be like, yo God just said I'll see you in your son
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) and I'm like okay so look that is where we're at on this this is where we're at on this Um, because I think we have to understand what Michelle was saying that we don't just all of a sudden kibosh Paul wasn't kiboshing them and saying you're finished Paul was saying no you gotta go learn something Mm mhm you got to go learn something. Um, and when you look at Romans 1, you have to understand, he, God didn't just jump in all of a sudden and say, and God, and, you know, the power of God's salvation. Okay, what do he say? Hold on, I'm sorry. Gave them over. He gave them over. In other words, this didn't just start from, from something small. Mm-hmm. I think we have to understand that. Um, if you look at verse 1, it says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel. This is how this starts, of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. I think that's really important This everyone who believes for the Jews first and also the Greek. So up front, he's saying, hey, look, I'm about to say something, but there's hope, right? There's still grace. There's still mercy. There's still forgiveness because you go through this list. It's a laundry list. It's like for in verse uh, two, it says, or, or, let's see, for it is in the righteousness of God. It is revealed for faith and it is written. The just shall live by faith. I'm sorry. That was Romans one For in in it, the righteousness of God is revealed for faith to faith. And it is written, the just shall live by faith. So we have an establishment for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness. See, we sit there, oh, the wrath of God, here it comes. No, (laughs) we still have that first line that says all people can come. Mm -hmm. All people can believe. All people can then fall into the grace of God live under the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross and you go through this whole laundry list and it just it shows society Mm -hmm. but what are we called to do we're in the season of go and tell which means we're going out and telling the world I mean what good is it I'm gonna this gets me the most what good is it if I save a Christian that's already saved (laughs) you can't you can't so this calling that we have to go into all the world, share the gospel and disciple people is because there are people who are falling into these categories. And I mean, it gets serious down here. Verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to debased minds. Again, he says it again, right? Or he says, it, he says it actually twice in there. It's kind of funny that he does this. It's It's amazing that he does this because he's saying, hey, I'm just going to, you're just going to fall into your pattern. We all have a choice. We all have a reason. But listen to some of this stuff. Being filled with unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covenants, maliciousness, full of envy, envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil, minus they are whispers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, mm. un- undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful. Who, who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also prove those who practice them. The guy that was on that platform that is saying that a homosexual cannot go to heaven is wrong. Because let me tell you something. That list right there just covered a every multitude. Human being, a multitude of sin.
1: It covered every human being. Right. In the sense of that, he's describing the fallen human.
0: Mm.
1: The post-Eden human. Right. The sin nature human. Right. There's not a single person on earth that can say they've never committed any of those and that they still aren't struggling with at least several, I would say. I would <laughs> right, love to say right. there's someone who's only struggling with one. That would be awesome. And may maybe, but you know, it's 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 not something where we get to pick out and it's also very telling which one was chosen to be picked out.
0: Mm.
1: Mm, mm. Um, there's a lot of hurt. Mm. And I don't want to... And see, here, here's a good practice of this. Who said that is wrong and spreading something dangerous to the gospel. However, the gospel will triumph. But that person should not be demonized either. That person should not be dragged out, mm. stoned, say you're not right, really right, right. a Christian. Because what I also hear is you can't be a Christian and... Right. dot 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 right and I don't think they're taking into account the walk of sal- of sanctification that we all go down where you come to Christ and yet still believe things like the day I came to Christ I was not fully aware of many things and it, it, the Holy Spirit did not blast me with every conviction I'll ever have in right. that moment and so in that moment see me you know doing something that I have that I have no idea, is not fitting or not beneficial, and someone could say, you're not really a Christian. Someone mm-hmm. could do the same of an unbeliever, see them doing something and say, oh, they're a reprobate. Might better not cast pearls before swine. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: right. gonna go dust my sandal already, get that flip-flop nice and clean, go walk over to someone who looks a little safer to share the gospel with. Now, if you're just, Unsure today, and feel shaky, and you can't bring yourself to go to that person who looks tough. Okay, I'm not saying you're not a Christian for that right, either. Right. But if the only reason you're not going to that person is because you're like they they're too, they're past saving, they're too saving. far gone, they're yeah, far gone. Yeah. They're, they're past right. saving, or I know what they've done, they deserve hell. Mm. Those are things we gotta right. we gotta x out of ourselves and yep. lovingly correct others in them. And loving is sometimes a little firmer.
0: Right. I, I, um, I'm gonna put a verse with that because I think it's really important that people understand where we're coming at in this. We're not, we're not beating someone down. We're just saying, Hey, this is the wrong mentality.
1: Right. Right.
0: Um, this is not a biblical mentality when it says in James four, six, it says, but he gives more grace, right? More grace. Therefore it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. One of the greatest things I've had to do in the last two and a half years. Is sift, sift out of this mentality of thumping Bible verses, throwing Bible verses. Sometimes people don't understand Bible verses. Some people don't understand. Yes, it does say in Romans one that they've been given opportunity. Don't get me wrong. Look, I am not sitting there saying, oh, they're ignorant. No, no. God says it right here in Romans one. He says that they know, like, like they know Uh, it's amazing that we all know, like we have been designed and built into a creative Atmosphere mm-hmm. and yet we don't see it. We're blinded to it, but every day we face it. Mm-hmm. So that's what God was saying here. He's saying, look, every day, you know, He okay, here we go. Therefore, God also gave them that for uncleanness, right? And their lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies, verse 24 of Romans 1, mm-hmm. among themselves. Who exchanged the truth of God for the lie, right? And worshiped and served the creature, creature rather than the creator. <laughs> who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions for even their women exchanged the natural use of what was against nature. Likewise, also men leaving their natural use of women burned in their lust for one another men with men committing this shameful and receiving themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over again to debased minds. See it's here he says it's here. He says it's visible. We can see it. We always sit there and say, we believe in the unseen. And then sometime God comes back and he's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. But it's here. Like this is, this is what's the creative design is create, like yeah. creation versus the create, you know, the creator. Right. And so we, these people are worshiping the creation mm-hmm. and, and just pushing out the creator. Right. And so when we're looking at that, we're looking at how the mentality has to be, though, because then you go into 2 Corinthians 2.14, where it says, hey, they don't have the Holy Spirit, so how can they even understand the things of the Spirit? So you have to have this, oh, God, he has commanded us to love. Yeah. You know, we fight over Ten Commandments and and this and this, but if we love the way that God has told us to love, then we have a compassionate heart for all. Right. I have a compassionate heart for the guy on that on that social media site that sits there and says it's hopeless for somebody out of that one sin. And I have compassion for the one who's in that one sin. Mm-hmm. And neither do I want anyone to go to hell, but i knowing that they will. Yeah, that is the drive of this love, because I don't want to have a prideful heart thinking that I know it all I've got it all put together that I've got it perfectly you know my doctrine is is sound and perfect it's not I am growing daily Michelle grows daily you guys grow daily in your do- doctrine and your knowledge but if we take love away the greatest commandment is love if we take that away we're going to fail our number one mission and that's going into the world sharing the gospel and discipling
1: mm-hmm.
0: because we're going after the lost.
1: Yeah. There's a heart issue and we fight it and we tackle it at different times in our life for different reasons. But mm. I I don't want to put any words in God's mouth Mm-mm. or assume anything about what it will be at the judgment seat. But I know that there is something that he lifts up in his word and that is the compassion to others and this desire, no, understanding the value of what you have and wanting to share it with others. Over and over you see that throughout scripture. So when we do go to him, that kind of behavior will be commended because it is godly, it is scriptural. Mm-hmm. And over and over we see, when you look at what Jesus, Jesus flipped tables, I'm like yeah, who did he always do that to? the ones who should have known better, who recited his word back and forth Mm. and still withheld his goodness from others. right That is who he flipped tables for and slapped whips around for and and sliced up with his tongue. That is who got that treatment. But the people that were all kind of messed up, a.k.a. us... We got invited to his table. He invited himself to our tables. And no, not to affirm our choices, but to let us experience his love so that we have a choice. Do you want to follow me? You will change over time. You will drop these things you do, but you'll be okay with it. But you don't have to drop it all in this instant, be absolutely perfect walk exactly like me for me to walk mm. with me that he never said he said, walk like me <laughs> he didn't say if you ever fail to walk like me, we're done right you know and so I think that that's something that we have to battle you know one of our guests that's coming up she said something great post interview and she brought up second corinthians three six and I'm going to read it in two versions in NLT and in the New King James. So in the NLT, it says, he has enabled us to be ministers of his new covenant. So we are ministers of a new covenant. This is a covenant, not of written laws, but of the spirit and the old written covenant ends in death. But under the new covenant, the spirit gives life. And what she mentioned was in the New King James, because there it says not of the letter or not of the word, but of the spirit, because the letter kills, but the spirit gives light. <laughs> when we hold people up and compare them to the perfect word of God, they're always gonna fail and we're always mm. gonna feel disappointed and frustrated and we're gonna see them for their flaws. Mm. What the spirit enables us to do, because we're incapable of it really, <laughs> what the spirit enables us to do is to do something different than that, right. not hold them against the word of perfect scripture or whatever nice little set of standards mm. the world is saying right now you gotta have. You gotta affirm mm. this, you gotta fly this flag, you gotta have this yard <laughs> sign, you gotta wear this shirt, you gotta black, black out this story, you gotta cancel this website, you gotta do, or you're not blank, or you're not with us. The world is the same. The spirit gives us an option.
0: I like all that, because you brought up like perfectly with that James verse, who are the proud? who were the proud when Jesus walked? The Pharisees and the Sadducees. Yes. Who were the humble? The ones that were in sin right? that would take a minute to listen. <laughs> you know, it's it's like it's like that is exactly what we're talking about. Yes. That is exactly what we're talking about.
1: And isn't that humbling in itself?
0: It is. <laughs> like it really is. It's like and I like what you're saying like how do we even how do we even even have love, joy, peace for parents, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control, right? I mean, you get out on, on, on sites, you get out in public, and look, let me tell you something, it doesn't take long, and I get it. Maybe I haven't been beat down as a Christian long enough for me to get to some of the points that I see on some of the sites or out, out in society or talking to people that I, I encounter. And I hope I never do because it is, it is, it is vicious. It is ruthless. It's, it's, you could post something we don't invade their spaces normally, but they'll come and invade our space to tell us how wrong we are or how, how bad we are or how wrong we are or, or, or come against us for, for, for saying what the Bible is saying. But they don't understand. It always takes me like I'm telling you, 2 Corinthians two fourteen really changed a lot of thought in me yeah. on, on some on some issues that we, we go through. And I wanted to kind of go back a little because I'm sitting there saying that God said, you know, the nature and, and all of these things. And, and, and it is. It's there in Romans 1. I, I just want to put it out there for you guys. Um, see, in verse 19, it said, because what may be known of God is manifest in them for God has shown it to them listen to this. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen. I want to say that. Mm -hmm. Um, Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. But, although they knew God, this is where I read already, although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God. Now we could take that and say, well, they had their chance. Or we could take it like Jesus, look, I'm sorry. The word of God is complete all the way through from Genesis to revelation. This mentality of grace and forgiveness and mercy didn't start when Jesus landed. Mm -hmm. It started long before Jesus landed. You know, you got Ezra and the people falling down and repenting, you know, and divorcing their sins. Right. Uh, Ruthless, ruthless of Ezra Ten, but it's really divorcing their sin is what was going on there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when we do search me, oh God, there's some things that we have to look at and say, okay, I got to divorce that sin. Yeah, um, even within ourselves as, as believers. But these they, the, these people might know, and they might it might be around them. But let me tell you something: the veil of wickedness is as powerful right now on them because they don't have the power of the torn veil. Right. And so we have to have a compassionate heart for them. We have to have a love for them. We have to speak truth in love. Don't ever back down from from that. But sometimes we might need to just adjust how we say it. I, I was so good at slinging stats or or, or or throwing Bible verses to people who probably didn't even understand them. Because it's like you get in that mentality, the new, fresh, the whatever, the word of God stands. And, and it is, it's all powerful and it, it, it makes a it statement. But sometimes you have to work into it. Sometimes you just can't just beat someone down with the word of God, especially if they don't understand it. So why did he come and say, okay, look, Ten Commandments, don't kill, don't whatever. Most people can understand that, <laughs> you know, most people understand that. That's why he he took it one step further and said, love, the greatest command is to love the Lord your God and love your neighbor and love yourself.
1: I think one of the trickiest things on that, because of the fruits of the spirit that yeah. you had one of the trickiest things that happens. We think, look at the world, loving what is bad mm. and hating what is good. Look at the world, calling what is evil good and what is good evil. And then we've got some believers out there and I'm like, day to day, who the heck, know me too, right? Like, right. I don't know. But we sit there and we take those fruits of the spirit and we redefine them. Mm. And we start saying kindness, is calling them terrible names because that's the truth and they deserve the truth and love. No, that's you calling evil good and good evil. That's you taking the fruit of the spirit and twisting it so that you can keep calling people terrible names and demonizing them Mm. and calling them demons. We gotta, as Christians, stop calling other human beings demons because you know what you do when you call another human a demon? You give yourself permission to treat them like less than human.
0: Mm.
1: And that's something that I see on social networks because we don't just sit in the ones that we feel comfy in. If people identify as Christian, we poke around, we see what they're saying because we like to have a pulse on the church at large right. and see what the heck's going through the church and to see how many people straight up call other humans demons. Now if you if you suspect highly demonic activity amidst a group of folk, fine, that's different because that's real, but people just because they're possessed, don't make them demons. It means there's demons there. They themselves are not the demons. But when you start seeing humans as demons, now you've given yourself permission because now you don't fight flesh and blood, you fight the principalities right. and guess what? That person, they're not flesh and blood anymore, they're a demon. Right. So now I can fight them however I want. We have to, we have to reel in all these things because we're flipping it. We're doing the same thing as the world when we start reflipping, redefining and doing all stuff and we have to look at what the fruit of the spirit says, with common sense. Put your common sense cap on what does kindness mean? You would not say those things and call it kind any but, other time.
0: Yeah, let's go to, to the guy on the island when Jesus comes off the boat and he's mm-hmm. possessed. Mm-hmm. Okay? Jesus could just walked away. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's pfft, he's he too done. far
1: gone, he let he, him in.
0: reprobate mine, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you know what's cool about that story? It goes into what you're just saying right there is, is they're still there. Yes. Um, if they're possessed, what God created is still there. Right. Because once that demon was taken out of that man and put into the pigs, hmm. that man changed. He changed. That man went from breaking chains, scaring people to death, <laughs> like just like literally. <laughs> Moaning, howling, like, all like, that. Scaring people to death. Yeah. Like wickedness, in the, you know what's funny about that one <laughs> rolls <World's> reverse too <laughs> on that one but anyways to wanting to go with Jesus and Jesus says no 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 take my met. go and tell go and tell just
1: like that he was appointed
0: <laughs> to do the <laughs> same come on, thing come on you are oh.
1: and I
0: and that freaked out people that freaked Look, people that, out they told Jesus you gotta go
1: Yes. <laughs> you got to go. And I'm like, who's this man appointing possessed men to go share his gospel? Like they oh can't gosh. see him past the thing that just happened mm. that he was just delivered out of and there's so much yeah. to this and you can sit and splice hairs. That's another thing I see a lot right now is yeah. people splicing hairs to justify all kinds of things. And yet over and over it's like mm. what does the word just say? Right. That doesn't need a 36-hour explanation. Right. You might have spent 36 hours explaining something simple to someone who has spliced a thousand hairs to try and undo the knot they made for themselves, but from the jump, it's, it's normally because he's made this an accessible text mm. that expresses his accessible nature. It's not something that you, like the things that we're called to be and the things we're called to do, they're yeah. plain. There's there's plenty of digging down in mind revelation, oh my goodness, and it's gonna speak to you on these. But those things, mm. they're very plain. And he draws us with his loving kindness. Wow. That, that's been sitting in me because that's <laughs> how we reach people. Right. How do you, so many of our guests would have been labeled too far gone by some people. And yet here they are, and there's other believers being like, how can I be like them one day? Mm. Because we, we look at people in the moment and we don't see what they could be. And we don't see what they've been through. We see what they are right now. And we either glorify or we damn it. right? And either they're condemned to hell mm. or oh wow I wanna be your disciple. <laughs> you know, what an inspiration. And yet we don't wanna face this reality that we would've looked at right. them and been like I can't cast pearls in front of this person because that's you know that's a waste of my time there's so many memes like that on the internet you know yeah. like if it if it's going to mess up my peace it ain't worth my time and i'm like <laughs> um don't tell jesus that because there's a lot of times where, because of my imperfectness, it's real hard to hold my peace when he's telling me to do something I'm terrified to do. That's,
0: that's your own peace.
1: Right, or, <laughs> or you know, they ain't wor- if they've hurt you, they ain't worth it. Um, to what degree? They're still worth sharing the gospel with. Right. They're still worth praying for. Maybe you shouldn't mess around with them in that way. Maybe you shouldn't Maybe sti- you got to keep your distance. Maybe you got to I mean, keep you your distance. Prayer. But those kind of very right. dismissive, right. sassy, clapbacky, sip your tea kind of memes that make you feel self-righteous. It mm. doesn't matter that you were hurt.
0: Right.
1: You're still being self-righteous. And also if if you're on the receiving end of those kinds of things, right? It's one of those things where God's loving kindness is what we're called to. Self-righteousness and judgment is what we kind of are birthed into. And so holding that again, like when we we hold it in, like how dare you treat me this way, you're no better than me. Or I'm better than you, I'm gonna treat you this way. Either way, it's a waste of time. Right,
0: right. Reprobate
1: mine. mine. Reprobate mine.
0: Look, simply put, Mm -hmm. simply put, somebody who does not have their minds on things above Mm -hmm. uh, but has it on things of this world. Um, Pearls before swine, it's all about discernment. Yeah. It's all about discernment. But you know what? The gospel message, that pearl, at least that one pearl, it should be thrown to everybody. Right. So if you're going to go and tell, the first thing you got to do is go and love. Amen. First um, Corinthians, 4, sixteen, fourteen, on the close. Let all that you do be done in love. Amen.
1: Amen. Y'all, we love you. We're building yes. you up. You're Absolutely. building us up. Um, shout out because we have we haven't done this in a while. But yeah. I just yeah. noticed that we we've reached ninety countries. Ooh, come on. And uh, we have new listeners in Martinique, Brunei, Bermuda, and Fiji. And I confess I had to look up where two of those countries were. (laughs) That's how cool and awesome. So um, shout out to all our new listeners. We finally got someone out in Wyoming. A couple people in Wyoming started listening. So all 50 states, 90 countries hit us up, thepantrypodcast.com. And remember that we do this out of love and patreon.com is where you can find us to help support our food pantry mission as well as the show. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and catch other great shows on the Edify app, Spark Radio, Uplifted, and Eternity Ready Radio.